Committee, Mr. Chair, for no fewer than two hours on the subject of airport delays and cancellations, the Arrive Can app, uh, and reimpose measures on travelers, uh, and that that meeting take place no later than August 22nd, 2022, and that if possible, the meeting be televised. There you go. Get your popcorn, folks. That is the voice of Melissa Lansman. She's the conservative shadow minister for transport. And she, like a lot of us, wants to know why our airports are still such a disaster. And I don't need to tell you. I mean, if you've taken a flight anywhere from any airport in this country, it's chaotic. It's uncertain. You're either delayed or canceled or maybe you got through on a lucky wing and a prayer. But this is federal jurisdiction. And so, of course, the federal government is who we look to to solve it. And the pressure is no question mounting for the guy who once upon a time blamed you, the passenger, for the travel gong show. Well, now he's going to have to appear at the House of Commons committee, which is looking into this, to explain, you know, the approach or response of the government or lack thereof. Melissa Landsman is Conservative MP for Thornhill and, as I mentioned, Conservative Shadow Minister for Transport. Great to have you. Good to be back on the show. No question. We have some issues that are keeping you very, very busy. Why, in your mind, months later, has this uh, problem been um, consistent? I mean, sure, there's many other factors we can blame. It is something that's happening in other countries, but it is federal jurisdiction. So if we're going to solve this, there really isn't anybody else other than the federal governments working with the airports. Is that happening at all? That's exactly it. It's within their uh, purview of responsibility. And the chaos, you know, despite there being delays at airports around the world, that's not how we measure it. We've we've actually consistently reached number one and number two, Pearson and Montreal, respectively, for the most delayed flights, for the most canceled flights. And we've made international news. We've become number one for places to avoid. And that's not good for tourism. It's not good for the economy. Uh, and when people think about Canada and, and, and ways to avoid it, that's not where we want to be. So we want to know why. We, you know, we've 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 seen the government say that they're you know that they're on the case, and nothing has markedly improved for uh, for passengers traveling through airports. Yeah, it seems we're kind of caught in this game where you've got the federal government hiding behind uh, the airlines and, and vice versa. Um, but the, the finger pointing doesn't matter to the thousands of people who are trying to see family, uh, go on a long, uh, you know, overdue vacation, um, you know, or are worried, you know, with this latest wrinkle that, you know, if they book something and then they can't fly, there's not even a guarantee anymore that they're going to be compensated. I mean, this thing is kind of morphing into far more problems I mean, it's getting worse before it gets better. Yeah. And not to mention all of the people who are just not booking uh, because they want to avoid it or the business, you know, the, the business that isn't being had in, in Canada because nobody wants to come here uh, because of the delays that have made, again, international headlines around the world. We want to hear from the minister. We want him to address the inconsistencies in what he said. First, he blamed travelers. He said, you know, he said that this wasn't staffing or demand. Remember, we're at the peak of travel season. Uh, only about 70 or 80 percent of uh, of the capacity is 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 actually happening. And yet, you know, the standard is now come to the airport three hours early. That's not a standard that exists anywhere else in the world. Uh, I think he, he 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 needs to tell committee why he thinks he's done everything he can on the airport's file. And yet there has been no improvement for the average passenger. We want to hear about ArriveCan. Uh, it is mm -hmm. that app that we've talked about uh, mm -hmm. quite a bit that's 
that's uh, stopping people from entering customs hall, people being held on, on airplanes, people not being able to even fill out the app because they don't have a smartphone or maybe they don't speak English or, or French. What accommodations are being uh, uh, used? And then the last thing is, is mandatory testing. You know, we had it in airports, then it suddenly disappeared, and then we brought it back. And we've asked consistently from the government to show us the science on why these decisions are being made, because they are leading to the backlogs, and yet we have no answers. So two hours for the minister, it's certainly not enough, but it's a good start. Yeah, and, and so look, given it's a global issue, yes, we'll give that. Uh, what would you do? Because people will say, well, what would Melissa Lansman do to fix this? Like, what are some of the steps that the uh, Trudeau government could actually take right now to expedite and actually, you know, correct course? Especially if other airports and other airlines are dealing with this, how can Toronto or Canadian airports? course correct and actually make well, a tangible difference there's got to be a reason why we're number one number one and number two in the top spots for worst ever uh and part of that is staffing and hiring and you know we we know from uh from from talking to those who work in airports that you can't get an airport badge you can't get security cleared in this country uh, in less than six weeks sometimes eight weeks well that's not going to solve the problem um, so why is that happening? Why why are we why are we basing our border economies on a twenty five million dollar app that seems to be causing delays at the border at a time where we need to restart our economy? Why is testing back, uh, and is it uh, is it causing uh, additional strain on, uh, on on those that are trying to get people through an airport? Why are we the worst? So I want to hear from the minister, uh, you know, what the what the actual issues are and what the government's doing to correct them. Well, have we gotten any indication as to what happens once we start seeing cases go up? I mean, we are going to see them go up after the summer. It is what happens. Um, are they going to start bringing in some of these extra measures again? Well, that, I mean, that's a that's a good question that the, the government certainly hasn't uh, answered. We have some of these measures in place at a time where our you know our cases and our transmission is low, particularly in airports, and these. These are standalones and we're outliers around the world. Uh, you know, nobody's got uh, testing at airports with the exception of very few countries where the, the COVID cases are, are, are rampant, particularly in Asia. So why did we bring those back if every other airport that we are competing with uh, you know, there's lots of airlines that make money in this country off of people uh, um, who, who who stop in Canada and go on to other destinations in the States. Well, that's not happening. So how do we make our airports run efficiently so our economy runs efficiently, so our travel and tourism sector uh, gets back? Because that's it's, it's, it's become a problem here. And it's one that has lasted longer than anywhere else in the world. I mean, the I mean, I know you fly. I mean, in politics, you, you get stuck flying back and forth. So I, I would assume that you have been in the airport and flying. Um, you know, have you seen people following the rules and enforcement on that? I mean, does it even make sense that we are masking? I mean, we're the only countries, as far as I know, that even forces people to mask. Like in Canadian space, you have to mask. But once you're in American space, you don't mask. Like none of these rules even make sense to people at this point. No, and I... I think you're exactly right, and I think people start to raise questions. Uh, you know, if I'm if I'm getting on a plane in Europe, which I did, you know, last uh, a couple weeks ago, once you get to the Air Canada gate, uh, is when you're told to put on your mask, despite no one ever wearing masks in the two weeks that I that I happen to be there. Uh, as as far as domestic travel, uh, I'm in the I'm in the unique position where I can get in my car and four and a half hours later I'll be in Ottawa and I'll choose to drive every single time because of the chaos in our airports. And if I'm doing that, there's a whole other a lot of other people that are doing that, and that's taking business away from from the crucial uh, uh, 
uh, business that the airport plays in our economy. This is um, uh, opposition obviously supported your motion. And so uh, Mr. Al Galbra will have to to testify if, in fact, they were to implement any changes. When how long are we thinking or talking or looking at as far as delays? Like, when does this get better for the average person? They don't care about all the politics. They just want to know, like, is this going to be better in six months? Yeah, well, that's what we want to know. And right now we're at the peak of uh, travel season. So the thing that we don't want is is for, you know, the peak of travel season to pass us by. We still have all of these problems. We haven't implemented the changes and things just naturally get better because less yeah. people are flying. We want to make sure that if this happens again, uh, that we have the tools in place, that we have uh, trusted travel security screening, that we have ways to, to get large amounts of people through our airports so that our economy doesn't uh, suffer. Because right now, uh, there's a whole lot of people looking at Canada and saying, nope, nope, I'm going to pass.